Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is discovering the light. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. I want to read something to you from Paul's second epistle to the Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 6. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Today I want to talk about light. And so I want to read one more thing to you, with which you're very familiar. The beginning of the book of Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Light is the most marvelous thing that there is. And I want to say that there is both earthly light, natural light, and there is also spiritual light. When Jesus was transfigured upon the mountain and his apostles, I think there were three of them there, when they saw him, they saw that his clothes had a white brightness that was beyond any brightness they had ever seen. And Paul says that we saw the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So there is a glory, God's glory, everywhere. And in a way, you could look at light as just a a way of seeing with earthly eyes glory. In the Psalms, it says, the heavens declare the glory of God. Everywhere you look, everything, the beautiful redwood trees, the sky, the stars, the mountains, everything declares the glory of God. Now, God gave us eyes that we might see the light. See, if there's light there, but we don't see it, then we wouldn't know that it's there except perhaps by its warmth. But he gave us eyes so that we can see the light, the glory of the light. And he gave us minds and hearts so that we can know the glory of God. But what do we do, we humans? Why, many of us, we want to see our own glory. Yes, we want to be glorified. We want to win awards and have people call us up to the front and applaud us and tell us how great we are. We want our kids to respect us, you see. Or we talk about things that we don't really know. We talk about things we don't really understand, or we talk about things that we don't really do. And we expect people to listen to us and to respect us 
No, I think not. I think not. And so may I say that Paul, after the beautiful verse that we just read about glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, he then said, we have this treasure, this ability, this gift, that's it, this gift to see spiritual light, to see, to be aware of God's glory. We have this gift, he said, this treasure in earthen vessels so that we would not take credit, but God would get the credit so that we would not be glorified, but so that God could be glorified. So it's the most remarkable thing that God took the earth and made a human being. And that human being was given the gift of being able to perceive spiritual light and to realize truth and to become aware of the creator of all the universe. It's the most marvelous, marvelous, magical, wonderful thing. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. All that would do is cramp my style, and besides, I want to set you free. I want to set you free, not tie you down with more church, more doctrines, more obligations, more labels. People say, I'm a this or I'm a that, or I'm a that or I'm a this. All it does is divide you up from the commonality, the brotherhood and sisterhood of humankind. That's all it does. I don't need any labels. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Light permits us to see the handiwork of God. And unlike animals, they can only see we can also understand because God gave us his soul so that we might see and so that we might know and so that we might become more and more acquainted with him and his ways. Now, I want to talk about light in a different way. I want to talk about relationships. Some people say that life is all about relationships, and it is, but the key relationship, well, let me share something with you that I found rather enlightening. Yesterday, I happened to stumble upon a video by Dr. Peter Bregan, a very nice man, a psychiatrist who's helped a lot of people. And Dr. Bregan had a little video. It was called something like How to Help Deeply Disturbed People or How to Really Help Deeply Disturbed People. And he talked about the relationship with that person. And he talked about family. See, what happens to people is 
Let me see if I can say it very simply. Just one aspect of it. One aspect of the disturbance in people or in our kids. Even if they're not deeply disturbed, if things aren't so good, communication is not good. What happens is that the rapport, the relationship between the parents and the child is somehow broken for some reason. And the child then no longer has this rapport with the parents. And the child is cut adrift. And then the child is left to have a relationship with imagination, with thoughts and emotions and fantasy and music and drugs and marijuana and the peer group and so on. Do you see the relationship, the bond, the closeness that should exist between parent and child is broken? And another relationship substitutes. Now, there's much I could say about that, very much. But today I want to focus on the spiritual aspect of our relationship with our Creator. And so the person begins to have this intimate rapport with imagination and with fantasy and with whatever comes through the imagination and through fantasy or with the peer group and externals and music and entertainment and video games. You see what I mean? And so the restoration of the rapport with the good parent is very, very important. Now perhaps you can see why Christ said no man can serve two masters. See, you either are close to one or close to the other. When one relationship is broken, it's replaced by a relationship with something else or someone else. And now can you also see how when the relationship with our Heavenly Father does not exist, then there is an unhealthy relationship that substitutes for it, a relationship with something else or someone else. You're listening to a very special program with information you're not likely to hear many other places. And I just want you to know that I have a lot of resources. I have over a thousand YouTube videos. I've written over 20 books. I have many, many other resources. But this radio program, this very special radio program, is heard either Sunday morning or Saturday evening. If you're listening to this program, you're undoubtedly hearing it Saturday evening or Sunday morning. And so it's only on once a week. So you've got to write down the web address and you've got to remember what time it's on. It's on the same time. Every week, the same time. Same day, same time. So remember the time and the day and remember the web address because this program is also in the archives, so you can hear it again with all of the other resources and the other archive programs and YouTube video lectures and books and everything else. It's there for you, including the wonderful little meditation, completely free. 
please avail yourself of the resources. I began by talking about light and how light is everywhere. Earthly light and spiritual light. And then I talked about relationships. And I said that if you can see the harm that can come from a broken relationship with parents, one that never, ever is restored to what is proper and good and wholesome and loving. You know, some people have a relationship with their parents that's uh, out of guilt. That's right. They resented their parents who failed them, especially their father failed them, and they are full of resentment and baggage from the past. And that resentment makes them feel guilty, and in guilt they cling and somehow the kids never get beyond it. The adult child never gets beyond it. Never gets beyond the unhealthy baggage from the past. But you can, you know. You can. But what I'm trying to do in here, what I'm trying to do here is just to make you aware of how important the relationship is. Now look, the eyes were made to see the light. The eyes were made to see the light. There's a relationship between the eyes and the light. The plant's leaves were made to receive the sun, the warmth and light of the sun. Now, the human soul was created to know of God, to experience God, and to know more about God in an ever-growing relationship with the Creator, who is the Father and when that relationship is restored, everything else is restored. That's the key. So a lot of you have a problem with your parents or people from the past who you still resent. And so what I want to say is, your soul must refine the Creator, who is your Heavenly Father. That's the key relationship. Relationship with your Heavenly Father. If you refine it, then everything else is made good. Can you see how, for example, when you get closer to God, then you begin to understand in His light, in God's spiritual light, you understand, for example, that your parents couldn't help themselves. They did the best they could, but they messed up. But they too were struggling. Even as you are now, look at you. Are you impatient with your kids? Do you say mean things to people? Do you say the wrong thing and then don't even know why you said it? Well, that's what happened to them. So don't feel sorry for them, but just have a emotionless compassion for them. See that they couldn't help themselves and that will permit you to forgive them. And when you forgive them, why are you forgiving them? Because you see in God's light that they couldn't help themselves, even as Christ said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, when you really see that they're just a person that's all messed up and struggling, just like you. 
then you forgive them. You drop your grudge. You drop your resentment. And when you do that, now you're even closer to your Heavenly Father. And a right relationship with others is restored. I've said much about this in some of my books and other tapes, but I just want you to see the eyes were made to see the light. Your soul was made to know God. And when you do, when you get closer to Him, when He draws you nigh, everything is good and everything is restored. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome back to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is supported by contributions from listeners like you. To view our many free resources and make a contribution, visit SheddingShackles.com. Remember what I said, the eyes were made to see the light and in the light, to see the wonder of creation, the glory of God, the beauty everywhere. And so, the soul was created to know God. God sends his light. When you close your eyes, if you're at home now, sitting in a chair, you may close your eyes and look at the inside of your eyelids, you'll see little pixels of light, a warm glow of light, a delicate, very delicate little sparkles of light, that spiritual light in which you live and move and have your being and you don't even know it. It's from God. And it's what's good for the soul. It is what is good for the soul. But where do you go? See, the relationship with that light is severed when you escape from the light into imagination and daydreams and pipe dreams and reliving the past and planning and scheming for the future and fantasies of romance and revenge. It's an alternative to God's light. 
It's a false reality, a false virtual reality, where you can be king or queen, and where you can judge other people and play God and receive worship from them. You see what I mean? So it's an alternative. You see the escape. You see the, the breaking of the bond. Remember I talked about when the bond between the parent and the child is broken. And then I talked about when the bond between God and the human soul is broken. So you see that nothing good comes of it because it's then, then another relationship substitutes a relationship with imagination, with fantasy, with false worship, with other people, with music, marijuana, false relationships. They become your gods. They become your gods to whom you bow, and whom you serve, because you need them to sustain you in your separation from your Creator. All you have to do is come back to God's light. In God's light, you'll begin to realize some very simple things. For example, you'll realize that you resented your parents, and you'll see that they couldn't help themselves, and you can let go of your resentment toward them. You'll see that you too have been phony with other people. You too have not had have a, you have not had love for other people. See, you resented them. You hated them because they didn't have love for you. But now look at you. You don't have love for them either. All you have is secret judgment and hatred. Just see that. Be sorry in your heart, not to other people. Just quietly in your heart. Just see the truth. Realize it's a little painful, but soon the pain goes away. And then you wipe the tears from your eyes. And the sky is blue and the birds are singing and life is sweet. And you reestablish a rapport with your heavenly Father, who is kind and who is very gracious and who has forgiven you. All you have to do is just see and admit, that's all. Admit a few things quietly in your heart to your Father, and then all is good. The eyes were made to see the light and in the light, to see the wonder of creation, the glory of God, the beauty everywhere. And so the soul was created to know God. See, but here's the thing. Just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, it's not enough. You have to experience Him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing Him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams, and lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like being under the ocean and coming up to the surface and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds and you take a deep breath of fresh air. That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality. The blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing. 
And that's why I've made a little meditation, too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think uh, could be just what, what you need if you really and truly want to get better, okay, and find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. I just published a new book. It's called A Walk on the Spiritual Side. Many people wish to have peace of mind, a sense of spiritual purpose in life, and above all, a right relationship with others, especially their loved ones. The secret way to the fount of understanding is there to be found by the sincere seeker, hidden in plain sight. The key to wisdom, love, and all the good things in life is found within. When you find this pearl of great price, you will begin a new life of purpose and joy. I'm reading from the back page of my new book called A Walk on the Spiritual Side. You can preview it free at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. I don't think you fully realize just how reactive you are. But there's another way of living, responding to what you know in your heart. And then whatever action or word you speak or do flows from is an extension of your response to what you know in your heart, which is a far cry from what most of us do most of the time or all of the time which is reacting to the outside. So, may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, you're free to realize. You're free to understand and you're free to be patient. But when you're lost in your emotions and your thoughts, you're not free. You are compulsive, and you move with impatience or anger or resentment. Stand back, and you will discover a whole new way of living. And you will also discover something else. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be you'll discover God's gracious forgiveness and his kindness. And life becomes sweet. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.